Right, it's time for some of this. Yes, indeed, because on the community update this morning here on The Breakfast Show, we're delighted uh, to have Andy Bailey with us from St Luke's Hospice. Good morning, Andy. Morning. Good morning. Lovely morning. To, uh, thanks for joining us this morning, and great to have you here. Pleasure. Love it. Thank now, you. Thanks for having us in. Oh, it's always a pleasure. Uh, now, Andy, as part of the King's Coronation, there were, there's a great volunteer nationwide volunteering initiative, the Big Help Out. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, that's um, you've probably seen it. There's quite a, a standout logo that you may have seen flashed over your TV screens and it's had quite a bit of bit of news coverage over this, this certainly the past week uh, tying in with the coronation and everything else and really it's a, it's a big push um, to, to get us I suppose to reach out and get as many people volunteering across the UK as possible the results are in 6 million people they reckon got involved wow. on the Monday itself on Bank Holiday Monday so whatever you, you're up to on the Monday there were 6 million people that's incredible uh, a part of this uh, this big help out and, and then the hope is that rather than it just being for a day it would then continue and people get a bit of a taste for it yep. they quite like it and uh, maybe they may consider maybe not do the same thing but, but doing something that benefits their community. Absolutely, that's fantastic because St Luke's Hospice, like the Cat Radio, it relies very much on volunteers. So tell us what programmes um, you are running as part of the BHO. Yeah, we've got, well, um, our volunteer coordinator, a uh, fabulous lady called Adele, um, is, is always the Adele. The, the Adele. The Adele. Oh, yeah. The one, yeah. the only. <laughs> Get her on the breakfast show. Our Adele is far more personable than, oh, than, the, than that Adele. Lovely. Uh, but she's busy week for her this week. Uh, trying to tap into this uh, big help out as much as possible so you, you probably know we've got well you may, may or may not we've got uh, charity shops across the area yeah one here in crew uh, there's one in nantwich so we've got 10 across the area so our charity shop uh, almost acting as beacons read to attract people that want to be volunteers and get a taste for it but you're absolutely right without volunteers you know we would absolutely struggle yeah and um, every charity shop going back to shops has has a manager to kind of you know open up in the mornings and keep, keep the whole thing responsibilities over yeah uh, but in terms of uh, volunteers it, it's often cliched isn't it when when you kind of tr- trot these lines out well they, they, they are the lifeblood of, of the charity in many ways and i was having a word with adele and i said about you know volunteers and their worth, their value to St Luke's. And she said, just looking back at April, so these are very recent stats from last month, um, she's t- did a quick calculation for me yesterday. 3,970 hours of volunteering time was given to St Luke's. Wow. That's so, um, you know, nearly 4,000 hours very across kind all community. the shops, the yeah. hospice itself, various events that people may support and pitch up on, yeah. almost 4,000 hours, uh, which the end did another little figure for me. She multiplied that by the minimum wage and just imagine that scenario mm. where we've got to pay everybody. You yeah. imagine if we've got to suddenly pay our volunteers and, and that would equate to over £40,000. So God, those volunteers yes. in the month of April have saved the hospice £40,000. Brilliant. So... And another roundabout way of looking at it, that's £40,000 for patient care. Going to do you know, something, which is the whole purpose of the whole purpose of the charity. This yeah. is it. So that, I think, you know, when you kind of see the numbers behind it, yeah. suddenly you think, God, that actually... It actually that hits home, doesn't yeah, it? it does, yes, it's it back and think. And even right. though we've got we've got these amazing people um, and all of these hours, you're still, you know, you're still after more people to volunteer. So why should people volunteer? Um, not just for this, but, but yeah. obviously in general. I, th- I think it's... Um, it's one of those, isn't it? I could live, your key reasons for, for volunteering, I would say, if I was trying to convince somebody who'd never volunteered yep. before, <laughs> um, I would say that it would probably 
give you a bit of a confidence boost. Yeah. And you might think, well, what, do I need a confidence boost? Uh, but it could be that, you know, you're in a place where actually, um, you know, various circumstances, you may find, hang on a minute, you know, my, my circle of friends isn't as big as it used to be. Yeah. Um, maybe it's time for me to kind of step out my front door a little bit and, and try to meet some people and widen that make circle friends. of friends maybe, yeah. and put a little bit back into the community. That might kind of give me that bit of confidence that... You know, whether it's me applying for a job or whatever yeah, you may, may be in life, yeah. just kind of give you um, that little bit of something that's going to improve your, your, maybe your mental well-being a little bit. Absolutely, because um, I think people that have maybe also um, recently retired, yeah. um, they can easily find themselves very, very bored. Yeah. So mm. even just going and doing one, two days a week, it, it keeps them active, it keeps them mentally stimulated, it keeps them having company. There's so many, there's so many more prons, pros to doing it. Yeah. Than, than not mm. absolutely and that's all it's got to be you know it, it's not like I think some people think well you know I'm kind of commit to what, what am I going to be signing myself up for um, but I think most of our volunteers give a couple of hours a week oh. and if you can't do it that week then it's okay do you know what I mean so yeah. it's, it's not as though you're you're going to be letting an awful lot of people down no. you know um, try to work in such a way that uh, volunteers are there to support what's in place rather than run yeah. it rather than rely mm. on the volunteers that's, that's why you're well. here so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're here to run it and look after everybody <laughs> and yes. you know I mean uh, you're both absolutely right on that and uh, the, the benefits that, as you said make, makes the pros and cons are immense now Andy I mean the, the hospice does a great job a lot of us who live in South Cheshire know all about the hospice but if somebody was tuning in for the first time Tell them a little bit more, and didn't know of St Luke's yeah. Hospice. Tell us a little bit more about well, the hospice yeah, absolutely itself. Right, because unless you've ever used the services of the hospice or you've had a, a family member or a, a friend um, that's, that's been to the hospice, then, then why would you ever? Mm. You know, I mean, our door, we always say our doors are always open and people can visit visitors 365 days a year. You know, the hospice never closes. Mm. Um, so there's no restriction on visitor hours there. Uh, but you wouldn't necessarily knock on the door and, and pop in. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people get a bit scared by the word hospice. Mm. They're like, whoa, I've heard enough already. I'm, I'm out of here, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But actually, you know, 35 years this year for St. Luke's, 1998 is when it, when it started. Wow. It's always been in the same place in Winsford, uh, but here we are, we're in crew. Most of our referrals, most of our patients um, that we will support are from this area, right. are from crew yeah. itself. Um, so we kind of look after people, provide care and support for, for patients the moment they get a diagnosis for a life-limiting condition. So that could be cancer or... or and, and so, so we're there from the, the word go. Yeah. So, so we've got an inpatient unit, we've got a day hospice. Most of the people that we support will only ever use the day hospice. Right. Uh, they could be coming yeah. for a few weeks, they could be coming for years. They could have their treatments, uh, they could get better, we might not see them again, off they go in the merry way. There's the inpatient unit where we provide palliative care um, for patients that are, that, are, that are staying with us. Um, so there's, we're always supporting hundreds and hundreds of people locally. Um, and their families as and, well. And, and, and all the families yeah, as well. So uh, we've got good links with the Christie now, so they're with us on Tuesdays and Fridays. So to save a lot of patients, again, from this area, if you wanted to have, or if you, if you were undergoing chemotherapy treatments, uh, a lot of people from here might have to take a trip to Manchester. That's a good few hours round trip, mm. a lot of waiting round in a big hospital. Yeah. Um, at St. Luke's and Winsford, we now, uh, through the Christie, are supplying exactly the same services. So a lot of people uh, are going to St. Luke's now to have those same treatments, which is a much shorter trip. They can be there and back within an hour or so. Uh, it's a lot less low-key. You're, you're straight in. It's really nice that the two charities have, <coughs> have 
teamed yeah, up. Yeah, um, absolutely. That's a really beautiful connection, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It really is. And it's, it, it just works well. Um, but yeah, we, as you said, we su- su- support the wider family as well. So um, whether it's through counselling, whether it's through, you know, if you imagine you're, you're in a situation where you're, you, 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 your whole world turns upside down, you, your partner, has been given this devastating news that, that you've got cancer, something you never really thought about, you never yeah. banked on this happening, where do you stand? Maybe you've got to give up work to look after your partner, you've got to become their carer. Um where does that leave you? Mm. You know, do you scared. Do you do very scared. So I actually, imagine. So we have somebody that comes into the hospice for I think about half a day a week that that gives out that kind of advice. Brilliant. So not just kind of emotional support or kind of you know the therapeutical support, the but also the, the of, practical. Yeah, you know, how yeah. are we going to deliver with this? I'll never forget the first day that I started at St Luke's. Went into one of the rooms there, and it was full. And this this sounds so stereotypical, but I'll, I'll share it with you. It was full of ironing boards. And it was all set up with ironing, about half a dozen ironing boards plonked around the room. And I, I said to the person, give me, said, what's all this about? And it was, it was purely because there was, and again, I know it sounds stereotypical, it was a course that had been set up that was about to take place for a lot of men. It was all men. Um, <laughs> found no, up, I don't believe but you. But they, they were learning to iron for the first time. Honestly. Because they'd never had to iron a shirt before. Uh, I see. Because and again, I got <clears> chance to a few of the blokes, and they all said the same things that their good lady wives used oh. to do the ironing, and suddenly they've they've now got to learn to. Iron. So as well as the you know you think about I think about Saint Luke's and I think about the wonderful therapies that the nursing staff do there, yeah, um, complementary therapies and, and what have you. Um, but there's also the practical side of things, absolutely. As well, you know, um, so yeah, that's <coughs> a bit of an overview. Yeah. We, we can no, talk that's a beautiful story. No, really absolutely. Nice. Well, just finally then, Andy, because we we must uh, quickly move on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if people want to get in touch and they want to put themselves forward to volunteer, uh, to volunteer, how do they get in touch with you? I'll, I'll give this to our website first of all because everything's on there. So yeah. our website at St Luke's is slhospice.co.uk. So SL is in St Luke's. Yeah. SLHospice.co.uk. .co.uk. Uh, if you want to speak to Adele, who knows all about volunteering, she can she can tell you where we need support most and kind of guide you through it Lovely. and talk you through the rest. Um, her phone number is 01606 555690. That's 01606 555690. That's brilliant. Well, we'll get all those details on the uh, on Excellent. the CAT website as well, and also we'll create a podcast. So if you'd like to listen to this again or you've missed half of it, then it'll be on the CAT website, thecat.radio. Andy, it's always a pleasure to uh, see Cheers. you. Sorry, you know, we, as you say, we could talk forever and ever. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to dump a few things right, anyway before 9 o'clock because we've got <laughs> nine minutes. But we've got a song, haven't we, uh, which I think reflects oh, what we've just been talking absolutely. about. So go on, you introduce it. Um, I think this is uh, the Beatles with a little help from my friends. Absolutely. Got it in one. You're listening to Gary Johnson. This is The Breakfast Show. What would you think if I sang out a tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Do I do when my love 
107.9 FM on the app and on smart speakers. This is the cat. 